What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Whiskey Web and Whatnot with myself, Robbie the Wagner, and my co-host, as always, Charles William Carpenter the Third. Nope, nope. I'm Christopher William Coyer the Third now. <laughs> We've melded. We've molded into one. Exactly. Just a little overlap. The best of you, the best of me. You know, it's a ninety ten kind of thing. You can decide who gets the ninety. <laughs> like in twins. <laughs> Yeah, like when, like when Arnold got the ninety, he got like ninety nine in that movie. Yeah. You get all, yeah, and Danny gets all the leftover crap, right? Yeah. Oh man, that's a good reference. I appreciate that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it came up in the gym the other day. We had to go around in the circle. We do a little bonding. It's not. It's not ideal. I'm not going to say I love it because it's. I go early in the morning, but we all have to do like a say your name, and then there's a question of the day, and the intention is to like community building. You know, then you you know a little something about the next person. And it was name an Arnold movie the other day, so it was fresh, fresh in That's, mind. Did you listen to Smartless when he was on or something recently? Yeah, was that the one with the there's the Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes, and he was on and, and he had he, Arnold. Yeah, wow. Arnold was on a recent episode, and they actually talk about that. Like, that's one of the movies that like really launched Arnold's wealth. Not no. that it's hurting because Seriously? it was yeah because he wanted to do comedy, wanted to do comedy. No one would like let him go into that, so he took mm. a deal where they basically all these people took or like three people took like low to no salary, and then they just took the back end, and it blew up. That's fascinating. I'll have to watch that. No, but. I was I was listening to the people I mostly admire, as it was called. It's mm. another podcast I listen to. It's one of the in the Freakonomics, you know, world or whatever. It's pretty it's pretty decently done. And he was on there just kind of doing the life story thing. But he's a more well spoken guy than you'd think. I would think any. But then you're like, I don't know. He was a governor, right? Like, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, he's well. Not you can idiot. you can get all kinds of positions of power yeah. without showing any true intelligence. Yeah. Not that is true. There are many references. examples. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there may or may not be examples. Anyway, we'll, we'll, let's regress back a little bit. And web. Not everybody whatnot. knows who you are. So probably not what, anymore. Yeah. Really tell the people. <laughs> tell the people uh, who you are and what you do. Yeah, Chris Coyer. Thanks, Chuck and Robbie. It's a pleasure to be back on the show. I think, believe it's my second or third appearance, possibly. Second and a half. Pleasure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Last time I saw you guys, I got lit. So that was good. Um, That's what we do. <laughs> it just felt right. It felt right at the time. I work on a website called CodePen with my co-founder, Alex Vasquez, and we just, we, it's a, like a code editor in the browser. That's my main project now. A lot of hours put into that sucker. We're working on kind of a 2.0 of CodePen and it's just, it's just kind of Ooh. turning out to be my freaking life's work, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes projects, I wouldn't say get away from you, but have a scope that's like, man, I don't, I don't know how many of these. You, you start thinking about your life a little bit, you know, like how many of these do I have in me? Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not ten, you know. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's exciting and, and 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 fun, and yeah, I'm just you know just off a meeting, just just you know going into ridiculous detail on the smallest of features to make sure it's absolutely awesome. But yeah, CodePen is my is my main project in the world. Some people know me through CSS Tricks, although that's been a couple of years now since I've been involved with with that project where I just 
by it was like 10 plus years i just wrote about front end web stuff on that website yeah and now still I, it turns out i couldn't really turn it off so i you know i still have chrisclair.net my personal website where i still write about web stuff although that's i can write about anything on any given day on that web it's my damn website that's right i'll write about whatever i want sure <laughs> your online space although did you become a front end master shill recently or something i there was a cool article you had on there about like quantity queries or something. yeah i've written a, i've written up like a bunch of stuff on their blog recently i kind of helped them put that together over the holidays because it turns you know their you know their ceo mark grabanski i've known for ages he's like a midwest guy like i was and uh he like you know he's been on this like massive health kick the last couple of years and like just like i don't know just doing more with his life and stuff that i kind of respect and he's like i like hiking i'm just gonna fly out there and we're gonna go for a hike and i was like okay that's the kind of like baller CEO stuff I like to see. Mark, I got hikes for days here in Bend, Oregon. Beautiful place yeah. to live. Right. So I, right. I even, I, I signed us up for a hike. Some of the, some of the hikes out here, you have to like, you have to get like a pass in advance for, you know, the really nice mm-hmm. ones that would be too popular otherwise. And we, we spent the whole day walking up to one of the Alpine lakes, they call them here. And then we, we dove in in this freezing cold water and just, wow, you know, we just had a hell of a day. It was, it was cool. But of course you can't, you know, two tech guys walking through the woods, you just get about 10,000 ideas of things you could do. And one of them, you know, I had him convinced and he was already convinced. He didn't take much convincing that a site like that should have a blog or a publication of some kind, you know, he's like, it's kind of like, it ends up being kind of cheap marketing in a way yeah. uh, that, you know, you have, you have to invest time and money into it, but like, man, of all the things to get SEO value and all that kind of thing, if you can get people landing on your site and then, and then especially a, you know, a beautiful site with basically one call to action, which is, Hey, maybe you should join, you know, but that's yeah. just an obvious win. And I was like, all right, I'll help you, you know, just, just, you know, <laughs> not being able to help myself through lack of not having CSS tricks anymore. Yeah. It's like, I like that outlet ended up being pretty good for me. So just taking some of my, like, I want to write stuff about the web energy and throwing it at that. Yeah, it's nice fine, of you to do. You know, just yeah, a I little, mean... just a little side thing. Um, obviously code pen is where all my actual energy goes. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, a shill is how you put it. I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a shill, yeah. or as you beautifully put it, <laughs> a friendship where one helps another friend. I mean, that seems very. Where's the upside? That's what I'm yeah. asking. I don't know. Where's the upside? Anyway. Yeah, that's true. You just—it's mostly karma. Hmm. Well, know. before we go f- too far down that. Robbie, okay. you want to talk about the whiskey? I mean, we need to. Ooh, have you had some already, Chris? I'm, I just want to check. I have because I couldn't. I, you know, I had a yeah. friend over the other day, and it was just sitting there on the counter, yeah. and we're like, <laughs> it was also like nine thirty a.m. But we're like, Whoa. you know what? Let's do it, and we uh, yeah. did. And I like your he, style. I, 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 I enjoyed it, but it was there's something about my tongue that wasn't maybe super ready at nine thirty a.m. But for his was <laughs> somehow. He's like, this is a delicious. He was so yeah. into it. <laughs> I think you just but don't I'm, want to read this list here, Chuck, is why you kicked it over to me. I'm just making sure you're awake and <laughs> uh, trading our segments, you know, can't yeah. always be me. This, yeah, yeah this is a, 
uh, New Year 2024 edition of Barrel Bourbon. It is 113 proof. It is 72% corn, 22% rye, and 5% malted barley, and 1% wheat for whatever reason. It is from a ton of states somehow. It's from yeah. Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, Wyoming, New York, Texas, Ohio, and Maryland. Yeah, and wow. all of different varying year, years from five to eleven, so yeah. all kinds of stuff. Fifteen. There's two Tennessee oh, that are eight and fifteen. Oh wow. Yeah. So the mash bill is derived as best they can based on the quantities and the mash bills of the items that they put into the barrel together. That's their whole thing. They do blends, right? They source and yeah. blend and come up. With They're cool good stuff. at it though. Yeah, they have some tasty stuff. So yeah, it's a derived mash bill because they're like, this is the best we can say, given we put like 10 different whiskeys in this. I like the name is, it just feels like cheating. It's like, what if you had a, like a bottled water company and somehow you got the name water, you know? <laughs> right? Like, well, you win. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And because it has two L's, isn't it a family name or something? I don't know. I assumed it was, but I, maybe they just added an L. I don't know. Just, yeah. Because it's easy to get that trademark and or. Uh, oh, URL and that stuff. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like taking out vowels mm. for tech companies for a while, you know, just remove some vowels. I can get that URL for change. Oh, yeah. You just dated yourself a little bit. That was, <laughs> everybody knows I'm old as fuck. <laughs> so there's no, nobody, <laughs> nobody knows what Flickr is anymore. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Flickr was great for a minute. I'll tell you what I noticed. I mean, not that you, want me to start necessarily because i'm pretty ignorant to all this stuff but that 113 proof threw me off i think of 80 as the norm right like a bottle of yeah. whatever is 80 and then i think of 100 as being like boy you're gonna feel it you know like a wild turkey yeah. kind of situation <laughs> oh, and we yeah. see 113 i'm like is that's got is that is that normal in your world of, yeah you know what but, i mean it is well it is. in my world high. of alcoholism yes I do like it a hundred or more because I like to feel the burn. Like I want right. to know what's going on and it's just too easy for, for me to drink like 80, 80 proof. 90 is like kind of a baseline in a way, but I've had a few that surprise me at 80 that have a lot of bite and, and burn okay. flavor, but Ooh, this has like a I'm little smelling some like, you know, those starbursts that aren't the normal starburst where it's <laughs> like the tropical flavor yeah. or whatever. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It like a, a limey version of like a because lime is not a normal Starburst flavor, but like, mm. hmm. yeah, I have a little bit of that like citrus peel in the nose initially, and uh, but I smell some butterscotch, and I'm tasting butterscotch for me. So candy is involved. Mm-hmm. That's how they make whiskey. Actually, they just melt candy down. I like it. I like this <laughs> afternoon version of this beverage, Much and maybe better. like. Yeah, yeah, it turns out slightly more appropriate. <laughs> Although you're even an hour behind me, so yeah, because it's like three for me, it's two for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Arizona does its own thing; it's its own planet in some ways. Gosh, it's good though. Yeah, it has Thanks a little piney. Bottle. It has a little piney in the mm. in the initial flavor for me. A little little bitter, a little piney, like maybe more like like smelling rosemary. Than tasting it everything you say just immediately happens it does that does <laughs> yeah. yeah i got like, the lime immediately suggestions the butterscotch what about is the most steak quesadilla so. you getting that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> taco bell gordita 
Gordito. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the book, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You know, like everybody knows the the old the movie, but it's a, you know, it's a Roald Dahl book too. And I just never, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it wasn't a part of my reading. I just think of the movie only. Oh. We happened to pick it up from the library and, you know, it's pretty word for word, you know, it's not a lot of surprises <laughs> in there. They're, one of the things is gum that is a full three course meal. You know, it was tomato yeah. soup and then, and then a roast beef and then a blueberry pie. You know, that's how, what's her name? Violet Beauregard meets her end. Yeah, I think she turns Violet, you're turning Violet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, I loved the what, Gene Wilder movie as a kid because that's like what I grew up with. I, I guess the uh, Tim Burton one was more, I mean, not I guess it that one's closer word for Is word it? to, yeah, because like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the book, right? And yeah, it's kind yeah, of a little yeah. more Charlie centric, and then Willy Wonka. I don't know. I don't know why they switched the movie, but the that initial movie to be Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's a cool. So they can kind of do their own. Yeah. Thing. There's a new one. There's a prequel now. With yeah, I saw Timothy it. Chalamet. That's kind of why it was on our. It was I was on my radar because of that. We all oh. enjoyed it. Family yeah. Did. Yeah. My kids had a winter break, and you know I still got a nine to nine it basically, and. So I did not get to join them. They did like an afternoon film and I'm like, oh, that sounds mm. nice. So I'm glad that it gets your thumbs up though. I definitely would like to see it. A kid yeah. doing Willy Wonka, doing Dune. Like, how's he have any time? SNL? Yeah, yeah. And he sings in it too. And I'll say, what? It's big. It's a big musical and he's not. Oh. He's not, not the, singer, the best. Let's say. He's no Zac mm. Efron is what you're saying. I, but these days, who knows what they do? AI, they probably just be like, make this song sound like Timothy Chalamet saying it. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. Maybe. Why didn't they make it better? Maybe he told them not to. That's mm. true. Yeah. No auto tune for me. Or I mean, whatever. it's not it awful, seem... but it just, you just, you can picture his face and you're like, I, of all, I don't, just, what are you, 12 years old too? There's not enough time. You didn't have enough time to become a good singer. Yeah. Give it a minute. I don't know. He's perpetually Bieber, though, 12 years I mean, old. Come on. Yeah. Bieber, Bieber made it work. Wasn't he like nine or something when he started yeah, YouTube? But that stuff? was his whole thing. He wasn't like an actor primarily. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that, I mean, I'm going to go back. I was surprised that guy, Zach Efron was as good as he was in The Greatest Showman. Oh, you weren't was... surprised by Hugh Jackman? No, because he has a history of doing, like, I don't know if you know much about him, but that's like his thing. He started out on stage and musicals and all of that. Mm. And then had like, yeah. So he has a history of that just because he was like jacked for Wolverine. He's actually. Yeah, yeah I was surprised, you know, thinking of him in all of the X-Men movies that he was a good singer. <laughs> yeah, I don't That's know why. Excellent I movie. Plus X-Men. One. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind the X-Men, but the greatest showman underrated. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fun. yeah. It's it very good. good. Kids like it. All I saw things. Mr. Efron in the new Iron Claw too. see that? Oh, he's no. like just. Mm-hmm. Ultra ripped, just yeah, zero percent body fat. Baywatch too. He did that like in Baywatch. Him and The Rock were like, I mean, I swear, I think he was more ripped than The Rock, but obviously not as like muscular. Less volume, yeah, yeah, mass. Yeah, he's got the mass. He's like a sixty-year-old man. It's like insane. Anyway, I don't know if he's that old. So we were drinking whiskey. Sounds like we had some things to say about it. 
maybe we have feelings about it as well. Mm-hmm. Is it, you do still and, do that? Yeah, we still mm-hmm. do the ratings. We've, you know, further refined it to be more developer centric. So it is zero index based, right? Zero to eight. So you potentially are giving something a nine. But anyway, don't. Don't, don't think too much about don't it. Don't think yeah. about the semantics too much. So a zero to eight, zero, you're going to throw this away, which you didn't. Oh. So maybe that's not a thing. Four, it's like, it's not bad. I have this some more. It's, it's all right. Eight being like, this is great. I don't know what else beats this if I'm grabbing the tastiest thing I see. And I have to go first? You don't have to. You want Robbie to go first? <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Yep. All right. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, I forget what we, the one we did with Taylor that was like the, was that the infinite barrel or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, what, that one was not pleasing and it was like a four or five. Yeah, this one good. is pleasing, but not as pleasing as their dovetail. So I'm going to give it a six and a half, I think. Wow. Yeah. This is not bad. Yeah. We've, we've, we're allowing like, quarters and halves and whatever you make up basically because it's not that serious yeah it kind of doubles doubles the scale off that what do you say it was really i'm interested in what the, like a better one the dovetail was the one you like yeah 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 oh it's my. like aged Holy. in cabernet and a couple other barrels or something yeah they have a lot of releases we've probably been through half dozen or so uh, oh gosh and many are are pretty good I mean, in general, many are pretty good. The dovetail was like, wow, I would definitely. There was a weird one, like a seagrass or something. That was very nice to see that here. Their website is relatively nice here. Good product shots. They have a gold label dovetail, if you're a dovetail lover, for $300. (laughs) I think we have that one. I don't think we paid that much for it. So let's let's talk offline about a CodePen-sponsored episode, and then we'll get that one. Okay. (laughs) No, we got to get that. 81-year-old McAllen, you said. Oh, gosh. What was that, like $50,000 or more? No, it was $280,000 for one bottle of whiskey. It's an 81-year-old McAllen, which is scotch, but it's actually pretty good scotch or whatever. Not that I've had an 81, but you got to wonder, like, how you don't plan for 81 years aged, right? Like, someone bought a castle and found some barrels in the basement and, you know, something happened there. More so they didn't then, but do you, they do now, right? Don't you think there's all kinds of people sitting on bottles just as an investment? Well, that's sitting on barrels. So you're aging for 81 years. That's what that yeah. means. 81 years age. Oh, because so once in it's the in a bottle, it's like, it, who cares how long yeah. it is then? Right? So you can, you can, that's basically the story of Pappy Van Winkle is that there was a bunch of this old Fitzgerald from Stitzel Weller and whiskey wasn't selling and whatever else and like whoever inherited that brand and all that stuff they're like we have to store this so they'll steel tank it they toss it in a steel tank somewhere that also is not aging yeah okay yeah Yeah, and that won't age and it just hangs out right well it does it less risky too like why not just leave it in the barrel it's already in well because evaporate it Um, more evaporates you have less who knows like the i mean bourbon doesn't age in the same way scotch does because it's brand new barrels when it goes in there so it's getting all the wood all the wood all the wood so for me like happy 23 is harsh i don't like it there i've had other like 20 plus year old meaning literally it got too much out of the it's just it's way too woody and spicy and just like punch you in the face and it just lacks the flavors from the grains that are good now scotches can go much longer because they're using used barrels to begin with 
So yeah, you I remember that age. going to Scotland th- I, and I, in my mind, I thought, oh, this is a, it's an older tradition because you're in Europe and you're like, isn't Europe just older or whatever? It but, is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but then I, mean, to, and I took all these, you know, scotch tours and they're like, oh, we just get all our barrels from Jack Daniels or Jim Beam or whatever. And we use their their barrels. I'm like, how does that what did you do before that existed? Yeah, they would grab port barrels. They would grab all kinds of other barrels. Like they mm-hmm. basically would just use whatever was coming about. And that was fine. Yeah, I wonder, like, how did it start in the early days? And then that, you'd think, doesn't that a used barrel? Doesn't that mean that more has been taken from the wood already? But mm-hmm, Scotch, yeah. I find a, a more intense generally. I mean, maybe I'm just wrong, but I feel like it's not that Scotch is some super chill flavor. No, but they can no. also artificially flavor it. So they're allowed to flavor it in order to meet their profiles of the house. Oh. But And then they're using like malt, you know, barley that is coming from different regions throughout. So then that kind of takes up different flavors too. So, yeah, well, nice. this is welcome to another edition of... Well, I'm, I'm here for it. That's part of the show. Let's do the, let's do the thing. Yeah, I want to learn this is. stuff. It is. Well, now you have to rate it because you know more. Well, so than I, you I, there's on. plenty of people that are just like scotch, whis- or, you know, whiskey, scotch. It's just all it's all in the same. They have no mental separation at all. But to you, it couldn't be more different. I'm sure. Right. Absolutely. They're all super different. Like, well, there's an old Kentucky saying, which is all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Applies to scotch too. It's a. It sounds cool, but it's really just a Venn diagram. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So you've had you you've deferred long enough. You really you're gonna have to rate this stuff. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's right. I don't know that I'm as high because it's it is a little intense for me. I'm gonna say five and a half. I think that's valid. That's this scale is about how it applies to you, which is why it's so random and funny and whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I'm giving it kind of a solid six. I think Barrel does a good job, and I feel like they've come with a nice product here. I don't remember what the price point is because Robbie orders 40 things and they show up at my door, and so sometimes I'm not connected to that part of it. Uh, so, you know, I, I know their stuff is at least like 70, 80 bucks to sort of get in the door, and then it kind of goes from there. Yeah. Um, so let's just say at 80 bucks, I think this is tasty. This is different. Something you could talk about with friends. You might have a cube in this to take the heat off a little for you. You know, you could put one of those big, big ice cubes in. I did. So, I did just a little. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't, do. I you. don't regret it. Yeah. No, no. That, <laughs> that that can give it a little softness for you and cooling things off. Even stones might do it. But uh, so, yeah, I give it a six because many of their products, I would easily say, this tastes good. People are mostly going to like it. Like, is this going to knock your socks off? No. Nah. But the butterscotch, I, you know, you could have this after dinner. You have that little butterscotch feel. It makes you feel warm, too. It's a winter thing. I'm already feeling warm in here. I like it. Yeah. I'm rolling with six. So I'm in between y'all. It makes me want to keep smelling it, which is not, I don't, that's not normal yeah. for me. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about being part of a Chuck sandwich? What? I'm in the middle. <laughs> Robbie said, or wait, Chris said 5.5. You said 6.5. I picked six. Oh, I see. Oh, I thought you meant like the layout of our avatar. Yeah, oh no. You would need two chucks to be a chuck sandwich, right? (laughs) I was confused. I'm the meat. (laughs) Do you call a hamburger a a bun? I'd like to order a bun. Well, that's true. A ham ham sandwich is made of, okay. So, okay. Well, I've always thought of it the other way. If you're like, well, okay. I don't know. I'm wrong. They pay you to write code? They do. I don't write 
classes that are sandwich based usually. So <laughs> extend, add meat. Yeah. Meat is Chuck. Oh gosh, that's a different show too. See? Well, we're oh, thinking God. of spinoffs on the fly. Sponsored by bagofdicks.com. <laughs> Fun fact, I hit them up on Twitter and asked if they were looking for sponsorship. I saw opportunities. that. <laughs> I don't think they replied though. They didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> They're not very active on Twitter. Maybe, you know. Oh, maybe yeah. they hate probably Elon, for like the best people. I don't know. Do they I don't really know. want to be sponsored. Yes, by I don't know. Welcome okay. to another edition <laughs> sponsored That's by Bag of lost, Dicks. I think with with Twitter is you know it's still fine. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people still using it. It just certainly feels like not at its heyday anymore. You know, that's a whole thing to talk about. But that was a. Uh, I feel like the, what else is going to be the thing where you go complain at brands? You know, oh, I know. Yeah, it's the yeah. number one source of that. When I have a problem with like my Tesla, I'm like, can I even complain on Twitter, or can Elon just like take it down if I do? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I I've used it for like American Airlines and someone else like one other time, but I mean, it didn't get me a good result. But at least they responded. I like the brands with personality though. Like Drizzle, is it is it, it burp is an easy one. Another one is Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's. Yeah. I tagged Wendy's I one say, time. Fast food <laughs> is the way to go. Yeah, they're snarky. They do not give. That's the real one too. It's not like there's a nihilist Arby's too. That's probably worth a follow, mm. but the <laughs> that's yeah. not the real brand. You know? Yeah, Wendy's is all like try and baconator that shit, buddy. <laughs> you, know? you know, I love it. I'm here for it. Mm. So I want some Wendy's now. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Again, a Baconator. Anyway, I can go down a tangent, but I am going to cover some bases here, some bullet points here and there. So there's a facet of the show. I mean, as an avid listener, you're probably aware, Chris, but like we do this thing called Hot Takes, which is also kind of like a funny spinoff of the bullshit that gets any traction and response. I'm looking at you, Robbie, about all the time is like things on tech Twitter that that gets silly like milk was one and i don't know this is the street where these are the streets i grew up on that was today yeah yeah well i mean well that to your response the past couple it's been like the past couple of days and i'm like you all losers never hung out in the streets anyway missed it yeah well so maybe you have a good maybe you got a good group maybe i should get in then on that group but anyway we sometimes have some funny things tech-centric that are arguments on Twitter. It's called Hot Takes, and I'm going to throw some hot takes at you. I'm going to steal the second one because Robbie does this too much anyway. Tailwind or Vanilla CSS? Oh, gosh. Vanilla CSS. <laughs> I just get to pick, and then we don't talk about it? Yeah, just yeah. rapid fire, right? Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you can say why Adam or just, not. You don't have Adam to. will be unsubscribing from your feed, but I don't know if that matters. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, Jay will <laughs> Jay will double on your feed because like yeah, Jay wants to revive CSS tricks. You saw his transformer. Oh, Jay, like J H E Y. Jay, hey, so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. You know, there's lots of you don't have to revive anything. Do your own thing. Like he's he's already doing it. He doesn't. The, yeah, he my doesn't. dumb legacy. Screw it. We're moving on. You know. Yeah. I don't, I'm almost bored of the, the tailwind debate. It's obviously working just great for some people. Just rock on with your bad self. I don't, I could care less. 
That's fair. You know what I want to do is make money off of you somehow. That's what I really want. I want to support it too in my tool. And I want you to love our support of it so that you upgrade to pro. That would be great. You know? I thought you were talking to me for a second, and then I realized this I was, was a call out to the audience. Yeah. The royal we or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the listener. You're, <laughs> I know. It's not you. I didn't use the reference correctly. But, uh, yeah. What's What do you got? Come on. What's a better? We need a... That's like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, now the pressure's on, Robbie. Sidebar on the left or right in VS Code. Oh! Is there right people? Is that a thing that exists? This was a big thing on Twitter, yeah. Oh my God. Is it? <laughs> I'm just, I'd, I, yeah. I think somewhere in my head, I knew that it was technically possible because, you know, because I'm into dev tooling UI options generally. I know that it's possible. It's even possible on CodePen to move your code over there as well. But I find it so strange, especially in VS Code. No, left. I, I'm like a defaults guy too. I like yeah. to run yeah. the stock. Yeah, the why stock change machine. it? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the argument though? What's the primary would if you had to argue their their side? Like why they put it on the right? I don't know. It's they not just it can't weird. just be aesthetics. They must defend it in some way. No, there is a reason and that now yeah. I'm kind of losing it off the top of my head. But yeah. there is a sort of like it gives you A B C benefit and whatever else. And I was like, that does make sense, but that does mean spending time to fuck with the configuration of my tooling. And I always kind of think it's funny when people like add a lot of VS code preferences to their open source repo. And you're like, well, I'm you, I'm going to use sublime now. Fuck you and do whatever I want. Like you're trying to enforce something based on specific tooling. I don't use sublime anymore, but I did love it back in the day. Anyway. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't know what to think. VS code's dominance right now is it, it feels like some with something we haven't seen in editors ever yeah like, it is pretty thick like you can use sublime you like it's not like you would be an, an ineffective developer like if you're great and you have strong opinions i'm sure you could get away with it but like it also feels like weirdly safe to assume that if you're talking to another developer that they're probably using vs code yeah yeah or vim and telling you that they're using vim neo vim come on and yes, that I mean, because so it's vim. so dominant it sort of snowballs a little bit for example you could you you can have like a file in in a in a repo that like suggests what plugins are necessary to use this repo. It's, yeah. I forget what it's called yeah. exactly, but and then have that not be weird. Have it be like, yeah. hey, if you're going to work on this project, you're going to use these plugins, and that's the that's the way it is kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Or and you can have. A, I was just messing with these the other day. You know, like a lot of pieces of stuff. There's like I think there's like a dot vs code folder, right? Yep. That you can just chuck in a project. And then yep. it's got settings in there. So if you open that folder, those settings apply to that project. That's probably been around forever, you know. But there's also another file you can put in there called tasks.json. And that's like, it is like stuff that project can run. So it, it, it just becomes a little bit part of the UI. You can be like run task and it will like the little menu at the top will show you the tasks that that particular project can run. And it's hmm. like stuff that's in your package.json. But you have to tell the tasks file that that's your intention is that there are these tasks in package.json I want you to look at. But I've been using it to do like, you know, I have little dumb projects that like every single one of them, you have to do NPM run dev when you open the stupid project because it runs a Wait, little. Wait, you use server. NPM 
or whatever. I definitely don't use <laughs> PNPM although I'm aware how cool it is. Is Ooh. that on your list of it's, it's, having, not, it's not but maybe it should be. I yeah. There's a big thing happening right now where everyone on Twitter is upset that people are still using Yarn V1 because mm. it like fucks up everything and they're like, "Hey, just don't use that. We're going to stop supporting it if you have a bug from using it. We don't care." Like, really? <laughs> Yep, yeah. that's becoming. I thing. really hate to say it, and I, I I don't like this either. I would love to get us off of. But we're on yarn one. Yeah, yarn one has idea. worked great for a long time. It really it has it's working great the, now. It's fine. The jump yeah. to three, or wasn't it three or something? I don't know. The jump well, to two three. totally made it different to where you had to have like it installed for everything you were working on instead of globally, and like yeah. it was just weird, and it was like people weren't ready for that. So PNPM is like the in-between. It does some of those things where it has like a global cache and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, but it's a more drop-in replacement, which yeah. is nice. Because yeah. like you can just switch to that and your shit just works. Bun has a degree of that. It does like drop-in and work. But then it's really good as a package manager. It's really good. Yeah, actually, it's definitely good for that. A runtime depends there's some educations edge cases there so. i couldn't yeah I'd, i i at one point i did like a like a almost like a little friction journal just for myself to be like i'm gonna take a site that runs like astro and i'm gonna do the little steps to make it button powered instead of node powered just to oh, see yeah. what i would just what is it what does it feel like you know yeah. and it was like kind of fine but there was like a little problem with it and i'm like but i don't really know i don't I can't put my finger on what I get out of this. Like I did all this stuff and like, what did I earn? Nothing. You didn't notice fast. the five milliseconds faster? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, the button install feels faster to me on some projects that I've moved over. So that was kind of nice. Bun test was kind of nice until your tests get like complicated. So then Vite test is awesome. Because that's a drop-in replacement for right, but for you know, just, yeah, but just is ninety-five percent of the market, right? Isn't it? It feels like just is pretty freaking. Well, it was like but dead and people. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's now maintained. Is it again, maintained I again? I believe okay. it is. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. Is like, oh shit, they haven't done anything in like two years. People are freaking out. And Vite test is. I mean, just Vite does a lot of nice things. I think it, it does. Big fan. Yeah. They deserve all the credit they're I, getting. I, exactly. There you go. I think Vite is the place to like lean into for yeah. all kinds Vite of stuff. is good too. Oh, Vite. Yes, I know. I was using normal <laughs> vernacular instead of being that asshole that, you know, corrects people yeah. because the the French way is Vite. It, they're, they well, all that's... suck. Remember WebKit was really emphatic about how you should never capitalize the W. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, just, were they like that? Just, Did anybody punch that I'm guy? Too tired. I assume yeah. it was a guy that, you know, <laughs> tell Ken uh, Wheeler to go. To well, NPM was the same way. There, you never, you never capitalize it. But yeah, people largely mm -hmm. even though that. it's an acronym, yeah. right? And well, no, also not an acronym. Should, There's all this yeah. stuff you have to remember. Yeah. Node package manager. No. Oh, you'd think. But does it stand you? for that? They, they, they From, shoot it or whatever they. They canceled that acronym. It's no, it's no. Yeah. Every time you load their page, it's like a different thing. Like it has mm -hmm. a new thing right. that it means. At yeah, the top. which is that was just cheeky, but it it didn't mm -hmm. it didn't just tell you 
this is not node package manager anymore. Like what, but, is, what is so wrong with that now? Like what if they went back? What if they, there's a blog post tomorrow that said, you know what? We're node patch package manager again. We'd yeah. all be like, cool. That sounds good. We, we just turned 40 and we decided not to be assholes. It's just node package manager now. So see the I thing about like, like this, the high school kid like published a package that had every package as a dependency. Yeah. Oh, it's a great story. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's Doesn't every funny. package already have every package as a <laughs> <laughs> the story of NPM at the end? Yeah. They all just install each other. You could have just. Yeah. Well, see, I can see them deleting NPM and using like GitHub packages instead. It's all Microsoft. Like, why do we have two things? Oh, you think they'd kill NPM before One or the other. GitHub? Yeah. I could see it. Yeah, why does why oh, I kind of forgot that. So Microsoft owns NPM. That just doesn't enter my mm -hmm. brain very much. Right. They own everything that I touch. Like <laughs> I use VS Code. If I'm gonna play yeah. a game, I play Xbox or use a PC. Like mm. just think if you'd have told yourself ten years ago you're gonna primarily use Microsoft products to do your job. I would have I would have laughed so much at myself. I know, like, right? No, no way. <laughs> I've been switched over to their the GitHub desktop. Their their GUI tool. Yeah, Git. Right. I love that. It's yeah. pretty good. I keep resisting. I feel like it's the thing that makes me an actual developer, so I just can't let go. It even oh. like if yeah. you rebase it knows and it'll like force push for you and stuff. Like it's pretty good. Mm. I like cool. it has this one little thing that I've decided I like where in other Git tools I've used, you, you like stage some files and then you see on the right or wherever you see like, oh crap, I left a console.log in there or whatever. Oh. First you can you can just kind of right click and and discard line without discarding all the changes of the file. That's kind of nice. Or you know, you take a minute, you go back over to the file, you clean it up a little bit and you save it. Now you go back to the Git tool and in most ones I've used, it's now not checked anymore. It's like, oh, you know, you staged it, but it's but you changed it now, so we're not going to leave it staged. We're going to leave it in this tweener st stage. What are your, What is your mind so blown by, John? <laughs> Discard line. So that would have yeah, been that's so helpful to me so many times. And yeah. then also, yeah, like unstaging or something. Uh, yes. Like yeah. I had in no the, idea. In the GitHub desktop, though, it doesn't play games with you. It's like, you've already staged this freaking file. It's just going to stay staged, even if you, know you don't mess with it. And I love it. I, I fucked around and found out. That's just what, what just you happened. You should try it. My mind. Yeah, I've I sold. Tower, I'm immediately sold. Too, and it's also good. does the same oh, stuff. I remember Tower back in the day. I used that like early days Git. And then it was like, well, people told me like, read the fucking manual, learn how to do things on the command line. So, mm. you know, I I'm in the generation that every gate was closed on the basis of knowledge and figuring it out yourself. Don't ask stupid questions. Go figure out how to get answers. Oh, you're using some GUI tool? Do you want to know how to do this stuff? Here's a website. Read the documentation. There's commands. Well, to do these it things. all goes back to like my whole argument about why people love React and small things that they can over-engineer the shit out of. It's like they just want it to be hard so that they can tell you that. Like, oh, you don't know and I know. And like, go right. read the manual. And I'm so, so it's smart. So almost the same and, like, way. Yeah, like it's there is no shame in taking an abstraction of a tool that's like, you know, it's you don't have to care about the insides and just use press the buttons it gives you. Like, who cares? You're still doing the same yeah. thing. Jquery I, I take it so far. I'm anti the other way. Like you're stupid not to use the abstraction. The yeah. abstraction yeah. is better. 
Yeah, yeah that's what abstractions are, dummy. Do you want to make <laughs> stuff or sound smart at a conference? Like, which thing? Which thing gets mm. you somewhere? That's true. I think that, like, there's probably 80 plus percent of things you need to do on the web that really doesn't require you to know crazy algorithms. It doesn't require you to know the in-depth workings of React or of Django or WordPress or anything else. What you need to do is know how to do things or know how to find those answers. And that's, you know, we're all webmasters, turns out. Oh. It's just our tooling got crazy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You should name this episode, We're All Webmasters. <laughs> We're on, yeah. Well, wait till you see the crazy image that Robbie has ChatGPT do for you. So yeah. even, like, Did you see the images. last one, Chuck? Um, From the malarkey that I published last oh, week? Oh, no, I haven't. No, I it's, haven't seen that one. So it was the one where I talked about the Stanley Steamer cat pee thing. So I have this cat, like, with this huge stream of pee and, like, this, like, French guy, because you were talking about French food and stuff. Like, it's okay. just this, it's insane. I don't know you how you come it. up with these things, but uh, okay, fair enough. So see, we've got a bunch of hot takes here, and I do feel like we went off the reservation. Oh, that's that's probably not. Anyway, we went off the but list. But we hit a good care. one anyway, because the, yeah. the whole, you should use the abstractions is a... Uh, What's old is, is new again, too. Take, yeah. I feel like there's a burgeoning group of folks on tech Twitter that are just talking about, like, you guys have been nuts for a while and I've been back here building sites with rails or Django mm. and just fucking crushing it, getting people businesses quietly. And you guys talk about like putting all of that through a browser and then making it fast. And, and now react does server side rendering in its latest iteration, by the way, it's been doing that in various ways for like five plus years easily isomorphic has been a thing for a while, but now we got to call it something else because we put a little brand around it and it has to be our thing. But it, it's the same concept, right? Like whatever we're doing now is basically PHP came back to the front end. I don't know. I feel you though. That's it's just, it's just kind of true, but at its core, it's like some code is smart to run on servers. Some code is smart to run on browsers the like job SQL is to know when right the difference in is. <laughs> exactly. The right tool for the right job, so right? we can you invent can... little different ways to abstract that, but that's not abstracting anything new. It's just like, it's that same old thing, you know? I, 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 I it occurred to me when, you know, what's who's the React guy? Dan, Dan Nabramov or whatever. He's, I yeah. feel like, just an extremely well-spoken guy, super nice, is 
blog is great. Overreacted, I think, or something like that. Yeah. It's called. Yeah, he started blogging. He's got a page. recent, yeah, one recent post about about that. It's about he he in it he argues code should run on the on your browser and then makes an eloquent argument for it. And then he's like, wait, wait, wait. Now I'm going to argue that code should run on the server and makes an eloquent argument for it. And then at the bottom he's like. And then, you know, like, how would we write, you know, knowing that there's clear arguments for both, how, what, what are we going to do about that? And it feels like this very obvious setup for his next post, which is going to talk about React server components. It's mm -hmm. a great article. It's like, cool, clap, clap, good job. Except for that, I want people to understand that that's been true for since computers or since the internet or whatever. Like, yeah, you, you, you don't sit around waiting on your hands for React server components to solve this problem for you. It's just been, been a thing forever. And it was a weird because I read that post on the same day. I go to this to the university here in town and speak with their like program coordinator woman. It was very interesting. And we talked about all kinds of things where they went over their curriculum. They have an advanced web course. And one of the things that they do is they build a website multiple ways. They One time they build it server-side rendered, one time they build it all single-page app, and then they do it a third time with both. And I'm like, that's so clever. Then they're just using PHP for the server-side one. I'm like, fine, good. You know, yeah, sounds, right, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, solves, PHP solves the problem. most of the web. Yeah, I really think it's, honestly, I think it's a workforce problem, right? Like, it's otherwise it's syntax. You're just talking about, okay, render a website on the web or on the server, reb render a website in the browser. And traditionally, it would be like, well, you have to choose JavaScript for the server one, or you have to choose, you know, these 10 languages more traditionally for the website and never shall the two mix. And then obviously we spent a decade sort of breaking down that wall for various reasons. And one of it is that Hiring got crazy, developers became super valuable, and the ideology of how we have a productive developer was learn how to write React apps. As long as you know that, it doesn't matter the rest, right? You can come in, you can be productive, you can do the thing they've asked you from a job a bunch of times. Now the ask starts to get bigger, bigger, bigger. That's been the last few years. The market drops out, and now they want you to have this skill if you're a senior engineer with five years or less years of experience, and I'm kind of questioning that to a degree, and there's superstars, there's outliers or whatever else, but like senior in five years was like salary arbitrage, let's be honest. And now you have a workforce that you need to figure out how to apply, right? Like, and if you're selling a service to developers who have this skill set, you want to make them empower them to build applications across and they know JavaScript and they mostly know React. How do you, how do you make that a reality? Mm. That, that, that's just my two cents. I have no data behind this. This is just my feeling of the sentiment in the marketplace. I do think, yeah, looking back on this time, that'll be, it'll be interesting to see that the, the impact of React had technological waves through our industry, but it, almost bigger waves of like what did it do to teams and what did it do to like efficiency of those teams and things like that that don't have anything to do with bits and bytes they had to do with salaries and staffing mm. and stuff like that all uh, had just as big of waves that way in the same way that responsive web design had ripples of like how we build websites but it also had ripples of what teams are doing what 
who's sitting next to who and crap, you know? It was interesting. Like, we don't, oh, we don't need an M dot team anymore on floor three. <laughs> right. Responsive web design did that, you know? Yeah. Had... Weird. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, mobile think... team all of a sudden was expected to write native apps or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that we lost with like React and the 10 years after it came out was like being able to have opinionated frameworks like the whole idea of like a sdk or something that just tells you how to do everything versus like react is like install our little rendering library and then install whatever you want to do the rest and like there's that's fine and it's cool and you can spend two years building your own bespoke thing that you're going to ultimately delete and then spend two more years building another thing or you could use something that has like very strong opinions like rails has been around forever people still love it it has opinions. It works. Ember, same thing. Like people lost a lot there where if you switch jobs, you could be productive. You could ship code to production day one if you're using an opinionated framework. If there's a bespoke framework, you're going to spend a couple months learning what they're doing mm -hmm. before you can do anything. And that's a big benefit nobody thinks about. I think that's, yeah. I mean, hopefully they think about it. Or if you're senior enough, you <laughs> should be thinking about it because that's a really big deal. But it, I think it's sometimes true that having really strong opinions in a framework makes it successful. And it's sometimes true that not having opinions makes it successful. I don't think there's one true answer to that. Yeah. React probably did well because of its unopinionatedness. And or at least retroactive, we can look and assign that maybe. There's also that what like Redwood JS. Have you seen that one? We have. <laughs> Wicked opinionated, right? And not hitting. Like, I don't think now. Maybe, maybe it'll be great, but nobody cares i'm afraid sorry you didn't win this one well it's because <laughs> it's react based like i think the opinionated framework thing is fine but the people that like opinionated frameworks maybe not anti-react but like they gravitate away from react so they're not even going to look at that because it's like react based well they made yeah. some choices that may or may not be correct right like because i've looked at it a couple of different times and consider it for projects and it is super opinionated and if you don't like a piece of that opinion maybe like Okay, the API is GraphQL. But GraphQL is dead. <laughs> hey, yeah. I think people are saying, oh gosh, this actually doesn't solve all my problems, just like REST and whatever before, is because it has standards, but then lacks standards, and then basically lets front-end applications throttle possibly like throttle your uh, response times and stuff. Because if you start, if you're able to like drop things, you know, drop fields that have crazy resolvers into your one response, you can very much change things quickly. So, you know, like yes and no, like maybe JSON API was the right answer. Oh, I mean, I heard somebody make a great full-throated <laughs> you know, defensive of rest. And I was like, you know what? You're probably not wrong. You know, like if a rest shipped today, like as a philosophy, people would be like, this is so cool. Right. I've seen a couple yeah. of articles about like rest isn't what you think it is. And here's true rest and crud applications aren't yeah. necessarily. What does rest. it stand for? Right. I don't know. I did know Good at one, one point, but I don't remember. Yeah. You don't have the fucking answer and you brought it up. <laughs> I thought I th assumed one of you guys would know. No, I don't remember. <laughs> So I've been on a stateful transfer. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I like where you're going with that.
So I haven't even had very much of this, but I've been on a weird diet for now four days. And so my one pour really hits. Really hits. Oh, you yeah. haven't been on wet January? Mostly. No. Well, yeah, I started January because I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm dry January. Yeah. You're idiots. Yeah. Everybody like I always any... do wet January. Dry January is fake. Yeah, because like it's like saying January is when I start my workout. Like it's as arbitrary yeah. as any other time. Oh, yeah. And it's busier and harder at that point mm -hmm. to like go to a gym and it. whatever else. I love that so much. Be like the holidays are over. It is time to drink the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how your holidays have gone, but mine have definitely been like, this isn't relaxing at all. Yeah, maybe yeah. I ate a bunch, but I also had to deal with a bunch of assholes. <laughs> and yeah. so they don't listen to this podcast i take it yeah i mean nobody <laughs> listens to me but and it's fine i'm also one of those assholes so i'm not you know i'm not out of yeah. that group and then we had like deaths and everything else it's like all yeah. fucking depressing the only thing that's not depressing to me is like christmas morning kids get up they're so excited and they're tearing up. it's like six in the, the morning oh, and they're tearing open presents and like we're in our jammies and like that i love that i'm connected i'm with my family i'm with like mm -hmm. that all part and then like okay well now we're done it's 9 a.m let's get started for people to show up at noon like we do a bunch well, of work we've been doing work for days yeah they everybody comes and i mean they shower the kids in gifts so they're still happy but like we're like cooking and serving and whatever else and then people leave four hours later and we're like Oh, now everything's destroyed. I'm glad we did all this up to this point, and we have to clean it all again. So yeah, that's why wouldn't I day, love though, that? You know, that's really the. There was Thanksgiving before that, and then all exactly. of the. No, are sponsored by Barrel, Barrel. Bourbon. <laughs> exactly. You know what we we've actually kind of said like I think this is our last one, and we're gonna go to Hawaii next year, or this year. Now. Well, if you live in Italy, you don't have to host anymore. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: moving <laughs> to Italy, summer twenty twenty five. Just nail it down right here. Oh, you're trying to, trying to get there. Okay, I ain't trying to shit, Chris. I make you're it happen. doing it. <laughs> yes, oh, good for you. The world needs more bravado like that. Right. I was just, I was like, I was weird. It was a snow day here, and we were the kids were out sledding, and there's a bunch of other dads too. And there's this other dad, and he was, I, I don't know why I was sensitive at the moment, but it was, he was the most. He just had a, like a little meekness to him, you know. He's like, don't your sisters. No, don't. I think it might be time to go inside soon. You know, this kind of thing. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, what a weak pussy or anything like that. But I, I like a little bit, though. You know, I was like, what? You you got a thought here, man. Let, like, do do your thought. Like, you want your kids to come inside? Then it's time for the kids to come inside. It's not a suggestion. You know? When you're yeah. the adult in the room, it's not a suggestion. It's like, I know better than you. Frostbite yeah. sucks. Hypothermia sucks. Let me just right. let me just fix this for you. I, just, I was like, I can be like him too, but I'm not going to be like, I want to, I want to make that my resolution be like, I'm not going to suggest that my kids come inside. I am going to suggest if anybody would like a real podcast, yeah. here it is. Syntax.fm. <laughs> yeah, I got the shirt. This episode too. is sponsored by <laughs> Syntax.fm. Oh. I know you're such a, yeah. Fan I mean, it's... the swag they put out was incredible. It and was. The prices yeah. were good. Even if you just want a Yeti cup, like. Was it's... that post big century money? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. yeah. That's oh, that's yeah. all century stuff. Like, yeah. David said that like, they're taking a loss on other stuff, but like just trying to put cool shit out. And mm -hmm. this was like twenty eight dollars, which is cheaper than going to like Ace Hardware and buying a Yeti cup. 
So you oh, just gosh. want a Yeti cup, just get the yellow one. Like who cares? Yeah. I'd like to see somebody who just is a little like a little down on their luck at the moment. Go to a tech conference with just garbage bags. <laughs> just fill it up. Fill it ideas, up. ideas. Probably not one that yeah. we're supposed to do and live. Just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just roll in with like Walmart shit and garbage bags. Yeah, I'll tell you where you should go. It's the trampoline zone at in Bend, Oregon. You could go to a kid's birthday party and just roll in there and eat cupcakes uninvited every day of the week you do that a lot what did you say i throw when we when i throw a party at that spot you anybody come in here and eat these cupcakes i'm not taking it home i might coordinate next time we're in portland i'm just driving out to bend i haven't Mm -hmm. uncle how far is it from portland four hours it's not not, yeah not 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 a quick drive okay it's very beautiful though i hear good things We, we do it all the time and it's not all like weird like Portland where like there's strip clubs and vegan restaurants everywhere and shit. Well, yeah, you like clubs. you named like the two good yeah. things. <laughs> the vegan right? Re- are you vegan now? No way. <clears throat> no, I just mean that that's it, you it could be construed as a positive. You didn't bring up what everybody brings up which is like, "Oh, it's full of homeless people and all the Every windows are broken." Every big city is full of homeless people though at this point. I yeah. feel like I don't know. If it's go. warmish, it's full of homeless people. San Francisco is a little crazy. Last time I was there, I literally was like in a taxi driving through somewhere and I saw someone like with a meth pipe just go. And I was like, "Well, okay." I mean, yeah, he's probably having a better day than you are having. You know? yeah, yeah. No responsibilities. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Low, very low pressure situation. Not yeah. even jails. Like his tomorrow know. was probably well, less good. Yeah. yeah. There's no jail in San Francisco. No, no unless no. you kill someone. That's like the only thing you go to jail for. They closed Alcatraz a long time ago. What do you want them to do? I don't know. <laughs> this <laughs> went auto very weird. <laughs> Well, that's a, yeah, that's subjective. This is what our listener wants. Yeah, message. I do want to sh- bring yeah, this yeah. back to something somewhat topical for the next. Well, I don't know when this is going to air because we're editing these ourselves now, so we'll see. But uh, Apple Vision Pro, you going to get one, Chris? Oh, I do think it looks really cool. I don't know. I I don't know anything other than th- what everybody else saw, which is some real demo videos where people strap it on and you're in the world and all your apps are there and stuff. It seemed to make more immediate sense to me than than the I have the other one, the Oculus or whatever. Yeah. Where you strap yeah. it on and it's you know, you're you can kind of see the environment. I don't know. I, it didn't click with me. I did it a, a few times and I wanted it to, too, because I was like, oh, like a fantasy game where I like swing a fucking broadsword at some dragons or whatever the hell. That sounds awesome. Did you let's, fight Dar- Darth Vader that. or not? Did you fight Darth Vader? No, or I didn't do that. I heard you that get... that's available now. Is that, it all right? It's amazing. If you're a Star Wars fan, that's a must. That's like. Even if you never touch it again, that's incredible. Like, there's three parts to it. And the first one, your ship gets boarded by Darth Vader and stormtroopers, and he approaches you, and he's like eight feet tall, and it's incredible because you're like, oh, fuck. Now I know yeah. why I'm scared of this guy. And he's a monster, a robot monster. So that's totally that's fine. And then cool. you, you get to fight later, too, and that's really fun. So that, and then basically, it's an overpriced VR mini golf thing for yeah yeah and and there's like a fatigue to it too like you 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 strap it on and you're kind of like i wonder when i get to take this off that's gonna be cool yeah yeah right (laughs) 
Well, yeah. when the battery but, dies, like, and then, it, but it, like, is games going to be the thing then? Because it kind of seemed like it. You're like, obviously, that's a whole new paradigm. It could be amazing for games. And it, yeah. it was interesting to see Apple just be like, eh, you know, maybe yeah. that's in there. Just like maybe that's a thing that's on iPhone too. We'll have exactly. a, if you want to use a controller with your Apple TV, cool. But it's, they're clearly not like hard, hard, hard leaning into it. Yeah. Which is cool. And then, so then what is it then? I don't know. It's just chilling, right? Like TV, maybe movies, maybe looking at your photos, maybe, maybe even just it, a really big ass monitor for your VS yeah, code. Exactly. And that, I think, and it I think that up, could be a thing, but then yeah. there's a non Apple version that's already out. And I've seen people like, they're like, oh, I'm on a flight and I don't want to stare down at my tiny phone. I put on these like AR goggles and then just look up and watch like a big yeah. screen, like I'm at the theater. Yeah, I think AR is going to be better than VR because yeah. like you can still see a little bit. It opens up a lot of possibilities of like, let's just project a board game on this like table that I'm looking at mm-hmm. and like play with my friend who also has it and he's looking at the same thing and whatever. And like, I think that is more interactive and more like in tune with the real world than like the VR stuff that they've tried to put out so far. Totally agreed. So it can, kind of remains to be seen, you know, and it's expensive as hell. Yeah. It, it, there was probably a time in my life where I would have not even questioned it, you know, I'd have been like, yeah, I'm going to try it out. I almost feel like it's my duty to, you know, as a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, uh, like we, we have that like kind of gray area of tech. I'm exploring yeah. tech. Yeah. But I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pre-order. I don't, it's just a little too big of a bite for a maybe for me at the moment. So, but I, I color me interested though, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of the first adopters, but I do think it's going to change everything about like what developers do one day. Like you're never going to have the same websites. A lot of it's going to be like they were talking about this on Syntax, sponsored by Syntax, (laughs) that there was like the old RL CSS spec of like how things should be read to you. And you could Mm. say like these things in like a strong tag should be like, louder or whatever and i think you're gonna have a lot more of those things we haven't even thought about that's gonna happen with like all these new devices coming out i thought of you know you've seen this graph probably of like how websites get bigger over time they just have you know there's like data Mm -hmm. on that and they go up and up and up and up and up you know and you're like i wonder what's gonna is that graph gonna like slow down a little bit are we gonna maybe it'll even start going down or what will it be that makes the line go up so far it's gone up kind of mostly because like jpegs because screens get more dense and we need to see like really nice picture of barrel bourbon before we buy it like i want it's, <laughs> i can't look like crap or i'm not gonna buy it yeah, i literally right. won't buy a pixelated bottle of whiskey it's not happening yeah i wouldn't either but can't you imagine a day where like i am not gonna buy something online unless i i like it's like have like a 3d model of it, like exactly what it's like in real life. I need that to make my decision if I'm going to buy it or not. And that has to come across the wire. And that 3d model is four megabytes or something. Like I could see that being the thing that uh, over a long period of time, not like next year becomes the thing where like most is the heaviest across the wire thing is just constant 3d models of stuff. Yeah. Or will we get to no websites and it's all AI that we just ask questions and it does stuff for us? Yeah. <laughs> Including like render the website that solves your problem or whatever real time. That would be crazy. 
Well, I mean, like you won't need the website. Like, like yeah. if you want to ride from Uber, there's nothing that says I can't just speak words into my phone that says I want to ride from Uber and it happens. Right. And you don't need a GUI things. for that. Yeah, no, like, it passes things to an yeah. API and it, yeah, that's true. We're an API driven future. Possibly. Yeah. And then how do you be entrepreneurial in a space like that? Well, hopefully we're all just paid to do nothing at that point. <laughs> Universal <laughs> basic income. That's how yeah. that, yeah. Not opposed it, to it. Yeah. yeah. That could be a thing. I'm going to go to Europe before that happens, and then I'll come back when my yeah. citizenship kicks in to my favor. <laughs> nice. All right, we are... You sound serious about it. You should do I am moving. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, wow. That's great. We are over time here. It kind of bounced around a lot, but totally fine. Is there anything you want to plug or mention before we end? Eh. Code Pen Pro. Buy it. It's mandatory, actually. So. <laughs> yeah, you must. Anyone that listens must buy it. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> when version two comes out, the benefits will be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, you know, there's a very high chance that prices go up. You know, I don't know if it will be on day one, but. There is no point at which we're going to make CodePen cheaper than it is. And we're real good at grandfathering, which is different. Than, like, that's just how, we, always, how we've rolled, which is different. You know, like when Netflix changes their prices or whatever, like they change it for you, for yeah, the user. Yeah. You know, like right now that's happening. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't know. I guess I can't promise on web whiskey and whatnot that that's not how we're going to roll, but we traditionally haven't. Like if you're on a plan, you just get to have that plan and the plans cost more for new users. Right. I tend to think that's how we're going to go. No promises, but you know, in case we do go that way, wouldn't it be prudent to be on a cheaper plan now? Yeah. Mm. Can you include some time where Jay teaches me to make cool shit? Cause I would pay for <laughs> yeah. that. He is on another <laughs> level, you know, like yeah. you can certain people's creativity is just cranked up and you're like, I can't, yeah. my brain doesn't work as fast as that. Yeah. He's got to have like a backlog of stuff that he's just waiting to post about. Cause it's like daily. There's like yeah. an insane new thing. He's like, I've been messing with this, this, this. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's definitely like tweaking all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He's bounced around a little bit too. You know, like he needs to land at a role that just lets him fly like that. And apparently it wasn't Google, right? Or was he at, wasn't he at Google? Now he's at Vercel. Vercel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And his Vercel job isn't even that like Vercel job is like JS based. I don't know what it is. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. It won't last if it's not let Jay do what Jay wants to do. I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to, I'd love to pay him for it. We just don't have that as a role at the moment. We don't have that. You need to go get some VC money four years ago. And then, yeah, VC money is gone now. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Pluses and minuses. We made our own VC. God dang it. That's right. Bootstrap (laughs) is where it's at now. Not the framework. Uh, No. Might come back. Who knows? Everything (laughs) old is new again. Enjoy. That's true. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe, leave us some ratings and reviews. We appreciate it. And we will catch you next time. Boom, boom, boom.